Well, you know, it helps with muscle pain. It was discovered by a goat herder. Well, actually discovered by the goats. It's the world's second largest commodity right behind oil, comes from a fruit, and was introduced in America in the 1600s. And in this country, it's only grown in Hawaii. We're going to do a little sipping today with some coffee talk. Talking coffee and those who drink the elixir of enlightenment on this episode of Street Curb Curiosity. Do you need a full cup? You need, you need a refill? Okay, here we go. You know, this really bothers me. I think we're going to have to get to the bottom of this problem. Was it the goat herder or was it the goats? Here's how the story goes. It seems there was a goat herder in Ethiopia back in the 1500s who saw some of his goats chewing on coffee berries, coffee cherries. Uh, Actually, yes, it is a fruit. It actually comes from a bush, and you can probably use that in some trivia contest to, to get somebody to buy you a latte in the future. But anyway, this goat herder suddenly notices his goats go crazy after they eat these cherries. Even at night, they're up all night. Goats up all night? <laughs> Who wants that, right? So he goes and tells some monks about this problem, and the monks kind of like, yeah, let's see what's up with this stuff, and they make a drink from the cherries and the berries, And the rest is coffee history. You know what's really weird? Coffee wasn't around until the 1500s, which basically means Columbus did not drink coffee on the ship coming across the Atlantic. So he discovers North America, but he does not discover that tantalizing taste of a good cup of coffee. It was the 1500s when we got coffee in our lives. Speaking of our lives, let's talk about us, me and you, okay? Do you know that about two out of three people in the USA do drink coffee? And if you're an average coffee drinker, you have three cups a day. Uh, About eight out of ten of those people brew their own coffee, and that number is up from about 75% just a couple of years ago. That number seems high to me. So many people brew their own coffee, and we're going to talk about these crazy people too, so, so stay tuned, okay? Uh, Finland drinks the most coffee by pound per year per person. Norway's number two. Iceland is number three. Denmark is number four. The United States of America is not in the top ten countries who drink coffee. What the hell is wrong with you people? To compare coffee on the drug side, 90% of the USA drinks something with caffeine in it every day. Yes, I admit I have my can of Monster Energy drink every day. It's the white can, by the way. Uh, Some people have tea, Mountain Dew, you know, whatever you're going to have. But uh, like 9 out of 10 of us have some kind of caffeine fixation. Here's a little trivia for you. Dark roast has less caffeine than light roast. So if you're heading off to the Starbucks and you're saying, okay, give me the darkest cup of mud you have because I really need some caffeine, that sludge just ain't doing it for you. In the USA, by the way, Starbucks sells the most amount of coffee. Any idea who number two is? You want to guess? It's Dunkin', formerly known as Dunkin' Donuts. Starbucks has about a 40% coffee share. And uh, from last year, coffee consumption in this country in 2020 is up about 20%. We spend 18 billion freaking dollars a year on coffee. That, my friends, is a lot of money. That's a lot of frozen pizza gone, you know? Anyway, 18 billion a year on coffee in the U.S., and we're still not even in the top 10. It's, it's just frightening. And so we know how many people drink coffee, but how do these people drink their coffee? 
It is an art at Starbucks. For me personally, it's a grande skinny vanilla latte, hold the whip, extra hot, extra shot. Huh? Yeah, we're, and we're going to talk about those people as well, too, here in a couple of minutes. Uh, a third of us, one out of three people, drink their coffee black. So how do you take your coffee besides very seriously? We're going to get into that. And how do we make our coffee? Do you know that most of us use a filter drip machine? Most buy coffee already ground up, too. This really kind of surprised me. 76% of people buy ground coffee. Only one out of four people uh, do that whole bean thing. The K-Cup, that's me. K-Cup at home, it's about 26% of the market. Uh, There are deranged Nespresso people. Yeah, you know who you are. They feel like they know George Clooney and they can recite the color code of every pod, blah, 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 blah. These people are deranged. And speaking of deranged coffee drinkers, you know, you know we love to talk about people on this show. So let's get into it. Who are the coffee drinkers? Who are you? I've kind of identified a, a handful of different, uh, shall we say, categories of caffeine drinkers. So let's get into it. First... It's the coffee snobs. You know them. Filtered water, the right, not white, but beige filter, the right kind of beans. They usually drink their coffee black, and they will be able to tell you the ancestry of the beans just from sipping that very first cup. Uh, They say they know the difference between the beans from Kenya and Colombia, but uh, I'm not really sure. Next group of people are the exact opposite, the instant coffee crowd. I love these people. I cannot remember the last time I had some Nescafe. You know, remember remember the brown powder? You just kind of throw it in a cup of hot water, bam, you have instant flavored hot water with a little crunchies floating around in there too. But hey, it does work and it is really good. Next group of people are those foam people. It's got to be a latte or a cappuccino, or a macchiato with some chocolate of some kind. Now, I have to admit, this is my usual Starbucks order, skinny vanilla latte. Look, I am not a hater. Starbucks coffee is just too strong for me. Even their blonde coffee, it's still like really thick mud to me. I have friends who swear by it, love it, can only drink Starbucks coffee, but that stuff just doesn't work for me. Only the lattes work for me. Next group of people, let's talk about the flavored crowd. Bing, bing, bing. I am guilty. Sorry about that. But look, I am not talking about those syrup savages that have their caramel and their fudge chocolate swirl or vanilla, whatever. I'm talking flavored coffee. In my area, in the greater Philadelphia area, I drink Wawa coffee. A lot of people drink Wawa coffee. For me, half vanilla, half hazelnut, vanilla creamer, no sugar. Boom. I'm in caffeine heaven. At home, hazelnut with a little bit of Wawa creamer as well, too. Uh, You like flavored coffee? What is uh, the flavor that you enjoy? Vanilla, by the way, seems to be the most favorite in the world. Hazelnut comes in number two. The next group of crazy people, they are the, I don't give a damn about it, but I need my caffeine now. The caffeine creatures. You know, the daytime walking dead until they get at least two cups of coffee in them. Don't talk to me. Just don't even, uh, go away. And then after like two cups of coffee, they seem to be, I find like, hey, how you doing today? I've got a smile on my face. Isn't it a wonderful day? By cup number four, they are just really crazy happy people. Uh, Speaking of crazy happy people, this group I do not get. It's going to be one word, decaf. Do Do I really need to say more? It's like a vegan going to a steakhouse. 
There's, there's like no reason to be drinking this stuff. There's nothing here for you. And you vegan types, calm the hell down. I'm not a hater there either. I, it's just I don't understand drinking decaf coffee. It's like non-alcoholic beer. I, it doesn't compute for me. Next group of people, the former coffee drinker. And I've known people like this. And I'm sure you have friends who are the type as well, too. They'll tell you the story every freaking time you have a cup of coffee. Look. I drank it, and, and, and now I, I don't drink it anymore, and, and, and my soul is pure and clean. I don't have any headaches anymore. My skin is cleared up. They went cold turkey, to, and now they probably should have sainthood because they are caffeine-free. Now, what do they do now with you? Well, they sit there and drink really, really weak tea and just remind you all the time, all the time, of how much better people they are than you. Ugh. Anyway, next group of people, the don't talk to me while I'm having my coffee. No, no, no. This is not the group we were talking about before that need those two cups of coffee before they start their day. These are the people that view drinking a cup of coffee like a spiritual experience. Oh, come on. You know these people. Uh, they, they picture themselves, you know, sitting there with a cup of coffee in their cardigan sweater, uh, sitting next to a lake loons honking off in the distance, like in the movie on Golden Pond. Shh, quiet. Look, we have coffee. Ah, savor the aroma. And then after they have the coffee, then it's like a light switch. Boom. Okay, we're back to reality. We're talking about whatever we want. But when they're having their coffee, you got to turn the knob all the way down to zero. Zero. And the next group of people are kind of like the exact opposite. They're the ones who say, hey, let's get together and talk over a cup of coffee. And these lunatunes actually mean it. So it's not like, hey, let's get together for a cup of coffee and you know, like, let's catch up, let's talk. It's they really want to get together for a cup of coffee. Not really sure what they really want, but honest to God, they want to sit down and they'll talk about their coffee. And then they'll talk about their day. They'll talk about their dog. They'll talk about what the family's doing, how horrible the job is. My God, this work at home thing's driving me crazy, blah, 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 blah. It's kind of sort of the same thing, but not nearly as good as a glass of wine or a cold beer. But they kind of live in that same vein of, I need caffeine instead of alcohol. Look, coffee is no joke. Unless you like jokes, that is. You ready? Like, why did the coffee file a police report? Duh, it got mugged. How did the hipster burn his tongue? Well, he drank his coffee before it was cool. <laughs> so I said to the doctor, Doc, Doc, I got a sharp pain in my eye every time I drink my coffee. He says, have you tried removing the spoon from the cup? How did Moses make his coffee? Hebrews. <laughs> okay, that's enough. We, we probably need to go refill our cup of coffee right now because God knows there's not enough caffeine in the world or in your cup at this moment to have you survive this podcast today. So that's enough, okay? Look, you've learned to observe coffee drinkers in the wild and savor that cup of joe. A cup of java, a cup of dirt, mud, go juice, rocket fuel, C8H10N402. Hmm? Ah, oh, come on. That one's easy. That's the caffeine molecule. Look, whatever you call your coffee, you savor that cup today. Thank you for spending some coffee talk time here with me. I really do hope your coffee kicks in before reality does today. Thanks for savoring this podcast cup of street curb curiosity.